Welcome to the Midlife CEO Podcast, where business coach and strategist Jeannie Spiro teaches you how to take your coaching business to six figures and beyond at Midlife. Join Jeannie and her guests as they reveal their best kept secrets to creating a thriving six or seven figure lifestyle based business. And now, Jeannie Spiro. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Midlife CEO Podcast. I am your host, Jeannie Spiro, and today I have another special guest. Renee Hughes is someone who is connected to me by another friend, and we had a beautiful conversation, and I wanted to introduce you to her. So let me give you a brief introduction. Renee is at thearomaspecialist.com, and she started her business in her 30s. And so she has a long history here as an entrepreneur, and I can't wait to dive in. I've got plenty of questions. So she's the founder of The Aroma Specialist, and she is a certified professional aromatherapist and holistic coach mentor. She specializes in psychoaromatherapy and teaching profitable practice building techniques with live launches. Renee, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. This is really exciting. Thank you. My absolute pleasure. So I know our connection might be a little bit uh, funny today. So tell everyone where you're coming in from today. Yes, that will explain the connection. (laughs) (laughs) So I live in Jamaica. Not only do I live in the Caribbean, the island of Jamaica, country. So it's not where you're used to your resort destination, but we're kind of remote out here in the country, living our dream life in in Jamaica. Oh, it's amazing. I love the Caribbean. Uh, One of my favorite places we've gone to several years is St. John. So I understand what you're dealing with (laughs) uh, to a degree there. (laughs) Yes, I'm so glad to to, to still be able to share with everyone, even being, you know, so remote. But yeah, the the beauty kind of makes it worth it. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and you know, you are doing important work in the world. So that's what we're really here to talk about is what, why you're doing the work you're doing and how you got started and, and why this is so important to you. So um, I can't wait to dive in, but you said you started your business uh, in your thirties. So that is, that's amazing. And tell us what made you start your business to begin with? You know, I I had the bug for a long time. Um, I got married in 2002 and my husband and I, we wanted to do volunteer work. Like that was our thing. We, we have missionary work that we do. Um, uh, and so we were thinking, you know, what can we do secularly to, to, to make income, but still leave ourselves open to travel and serve, you know, and, and be around the world and do the things we want to do. And so so we we immediately thought we should have our own businesses. So from early in that time, we were just like, this is what we, we want to do. But it took until 2009 that we we took the dive. So that was really the um, the motivation is the lifestyle. I was after the lifestyle. I wanted to be able to be free to live how we wanted to be together and not spend our days somewhere else in corporate. We both had great corporate jobs, which we loved but it just left a hole because we couldn't pour ourselves into our ministry or into one another and we both had this creative spirit that we were just like goodness we could do well on our own and didn't at first so we tried some businesses and it didn't go well and then in 2009 we had done well enough 
that we could leave our corporate jobs and only focus solely on our business. And it's just been an amazing journey. Wow, it's incredible. And, I, and I'm not sure how it even started for you to begin with. So you've done other things before, obviously, but what brought you to become an aroma specialist and, and start this business? Yeah, so initially I was just focused on the on business because you know I had had a good stint on Wall Street. I was an executive assistant serving C-level executives and I really loved that and so I loved a business. And then so when I first started as an entrepreneur, it was all about business. It was about setting up businesses and helping other entrepreneurs and uh, even serving corporate offices, um, helping set up things, you know, that was just kind of my thing. Um, but then I had this thing in the back of my head. I always loved all things natural. And I was one of those people that I just studied everything I could get my hands on when it comes to natural living. You know, it had really saved me from teenager on, on up. Um, I had terrible gut health and just a slew of symptoms that I learned how to eat properly and supplements. And so I kind of fell in love with the natural world. And I thought to myself, is there a way that I could be, you know, have my own business, but also um, make money. Mm. And so initially I started with an MLM and I was excited about that. And I thought, oh, I'll, you know, do these products and things like that. But then I quickly realized I wasn't really learning the way I wanted and I wasn't really affecting people's lives the way I wanted you doing that, even though I was, you know, pretty successful in it. Right. But it just wasn't, you know, doing what I actually wanted to do. So I went back to school. And I went to school to become a natural health consultant. And then I went to specialize in aromatherapy. And so now I'm a also a certified uh, professional aromatherapist. And then I went on to specialize in psychoaromatherapy because I was fascinated with psychology and the effect that aromatherapy has on the limbic system and the mood and desire and decision-making and relationships. And so I developed an entire program around that. And that was my first high ticket signature program that that shot off um, just just a few years ago. Um, so it's been <laughs> it's been a quite a journey going from a business. Uh, it was someone who was focused on building business only into this whole natural world. And now I've merged the two doing both business and aromatherapy. I love this, Renee. And I think one of the things I want to just dive into a little bit is that you found something that you were passionate about mm -hmm. and then you kept going. And I, it, a lot of times I think we think, oh, we're going to land We're it's, this is going to be it, but you went further. You, you, you determined that you liked something even more in that, within that specialization, you kept studying. And I love that because you've developed a program around it and another unique specialization which says a lot about following your passion to become an expert at something that probably you never, well, I would say, did you ever see this coming? <laughs> in this I didn't. <laughs> I didn't necessarily. I knew that I loved it, but I didn't think that I could create a career around it. I thought I was too old to go back to school. I'm like, I don't want to go back to school now in my forties, you know, it, mm -hmm. I, I just was just like, I didn't, I did not want to go back to school at that point. And, um, I just felt like, you know, you should make it work with what you have. So I love what you just said about following your passion because it nags you, doesn't it? It's just like, mm -hmm. ah, I still want, I want this. I want to do something in this area. And finally I was just like, you know what? 
let's just do this. Let's really get your special, you know, a specialization. Let's do what you're really passionate about and just create something. And the other thing with that too, is that you can continue to grow. And I love what you said. It's not, it, it's not stagnant. You can continue to grow and change. And sometimes when we start on this journey, we're kind of in a, a journey of discovery. We're not even sure which direction and we can beat ourselves up about that, especially as we get older. You know, we're, we're just like, you know what? You should know what you want to do by now. <laughs> You're way far removed from college and all these things, but it's, it doesn't matter. We don't stop growing. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that's one thing I would love to just have people to understand that it's okay if you're in your 40s or 50s or beyond and you feel like you're still in a period of discovery, that's okay. And then as you find what you're passionate about, go for it, like dig into it and it can morph into something really beautiful if you just stay intentional about it and follow those things and not be afraid of the, the time or where you think you should be at that time mm. in your life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like everyone says we should do this or who am right. I to do this? And if you follow your passion and what really interests you, you don't know where it's going to take you. It could be in amazing places, obviously, like look where you are now. That's right. It's so worth it to follow that. Absolutely. Well, and I think that this is a, an important discussion for, especially for women who reach a certain phase and stage of life. It, it's like, your children are, are older and I, I know you have, you have a family. So for, for me too, it was kind of like, okay, so I'm, am I supposed to be doing this at this phase and stage of life? Should I just accept where I am and sort of ease into the latter part of my career? And for me, I didn't feel that, that didn't feel exciting or inspiring. Uh, so I'm curious, what was the spark that made you say, I am ready to take this leap out of the corporate world or that, because there's somewhat, there's some safety in that too, right? In working for someone else versus sure. working for yourself. So what, what sparked that for you? Was it your relationship or something bigger between you and your husband? Can you talk about that, Renee? Yeah, absolutely. And I actually, I don't have children. It's just my husband and I. And oh, okay. I thought you did. Yeah, no, it, no, it's fine. And I mean, he's my family and, you know, I have, you know, my mom and my sister and brother and all these things, but what you say is true. I mean, there is such safety in knowing that you have that certain amount coming into your bank account and it's a big move to say, I'm going to leave that. So I will tell you what, what was the catalyst was that it wasn't a, a big part of it was the relationship. And I will say, I don't know that I would have been brave enough on my own. Mm. Um, and, I, and I'm just being honest about that, that my husband is a visionary in the sense that he just really believed that we could do it on our own and we could make the big numbers and make as much as we were making in corporate world. And I just didn't at the time. Mm. And that came later for me, but it was something I deeply desired, but I was a, definitely fearful of it. Yeah. And so that's another thing I'd love to tell people, because sometimes we feel like, you know, I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people that are just fearless and they can just get out there and do that. You don't have to be, you know, and I really I would just say if you're feeling like that, find someone. It doesn't have to be your spouse, because sometimes the spouse is not. I mean, like they don't see the vision, mm -hmm. but it could be your best friend or your sister or a colleague that you just link arms with and say, let's, I just, let's do this. You don't have to do it alone and you don't have to be fearless. 
things because I wasn't for a long time. Um, I wanted it, but I didn't believe in it. And that's a that's a, a thing that you don't hear a lot because people say, you know, you have to believe in it. You have to manifest it in order for it to happen. And I didn't. It happened because I got intentional about the steps that I was taking. Mm-hmm. And then it just started to, to, to take off um, on its mm-hmm. own, it kind of feels like. But it really is that intention behind it that caused it to happen. And it's different for everyone. And I, I know my husband also has own, his own business. And I know what it, it was for me. I felt it inside of me. I was the visionary. So like in, in your situation, my husband was... We, we both have our own separate businesses, but for, for him, he wasn't ready to take the leap for himself. I was, except I had this business where everyone was like, well, why would you leave this corporate world, that security and something that's known and predictable versus something that may or may not work? And what the heck is it being a business coach and an online business? And what is that kind of thing? And so for me, it was kind of one of those things where, I what I was the visionary and I didn't always feel like everyone understood what I was doing. So, or why I felt so inspired. And so when it was my husband's turn to think about leaving, I was like, you can do. And he's like, I've seen you do. It. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but mine, mine was my uncle. So my uncle was a priest and he passed away several years ago, but he was a priest and he had actually offered my, my husband, because my husband had like the concrete type of work. Like he, he's a, he was a tradesman. And so it was kind of like, sure, it's known yours is going to make it. And so he said to my husband, you've got this, you can make this work. And I said, you know what? I'm going to be the one uncle John, I'm going to go. <laughs> and he's like, what? Oh, okay, great. I support you. <laughs> Good for you. And all I needed was someone to say, I support you. So but like in your situation, you you were also supported by your husband's vision and the belief that I'm guessing he had in both of you too. Is that is absolutely that- yeah? He believed in me and he believed in himself, and I I borrowed that belief. And so that's another thing that we we can do. We can borrow that. And I love what you said that you just needed that one person. I think it's an important conversation because I think so many people out there feel like they have to be these fearless, who cares what anybody else thinks or says. And the thing is, we, we, we're human and we do want that, that, um, that collaboration and that feeling and that linking of the arms, a lot of us do, and, and that's okay. And if you don't need it, that's okay too, but it's okay if you do. And that's such an important conversation to, to have because yeah, he did, he believed in both of us. His business is completely different from mine, he's a CPA. And I'm the flower child, like we're we're so opposite in that way. Um, he, he knows nothing about aromatherapy. He just believed in me. And I don't even know if, and I came to believe that I had something really, really special. I don't even think he realized that my business could do what it's doing. I think that he felt like as long as his business took off, and you know it's an accounting firm will be solid and then she can have fun you know she can have fun and enjoy herself and and do the thing i don't think anybody but me at that point realized there's something super special inside of you that you're about to unleash and when i got to that point it was i i was all i needed at that point and Mm -hmm. he was always supportive and always there 
and it's like, oh yeah, do your thing. And if I wanted to switch, oh yeah, do that too. Um, he wanted me to be happy and to enjoy myself, but I was the one at that point that knew this is going to be transformational for myself and for other people too. Oh my gosh. And that's what I'm about to, I love being able to create programs and services that transform other people or their lives or situation or whatever it is. And I know that that's the work that you do. So, okay, let's go from, uh, you, you went deeper into your passion, you studied, you developed a signature program, and now you're doing really important work in the world and you've grown a very beautiful business that's, I'm imagining quite profitable and doing well, but let's talk a little bit about that journey for you. So some lessons, anything that you want to share about that path from, oh, I'm, I'm locking this in to where you are now. Yeah, I think there were so many, there's so many hiccups, but what I really want to talk about is just to allow yourself the space for the journey. What I mean is you don't have to have it all figured out. And you need to look for people who have done what you're trying to do to support you along the way. My business took its biggest strides when I started to invest in business coaches, sales coaches, um, uh, emotional support coaches, everybody who's doing what I'm already doing. Yeah. But they had done it at another level. And so look for those people and those mentors that you can link arms with who are who have done that um, and are at that level that you want to be at. And so that's what that's what really helped me. And it it took me a long time. And I would say I wish it had not taken me as long to realize that, yes, you have talent. Yes, you have a vision, but you need help tweaking things to figure out what's working in this online space. And then the education, like I said, it took me a while to say, look, you're not too old to go back to school. Just go do your thing, get your certifications. And once you kind of start investing in yourself and not being afraid to do that, not feeling like you're a waste, because sometimes we're so afraid that, oh, this is a waste. I'm just going to, you know, and we treat our business like a hobby. And then we're surprised that it pays us like a hobby. But when you invest it as a corporation and you take on that that mindset of a CEO and you start making decisions just like a CEO would in their their, you know, Fortune 500 business, their big business, then things start to change. It starts to show up for you. And that's that's what really happened. It was in that time period where I really started to invest money that I didn't feel like I really had. I didn't have. I had to put on credit cards and my husband are big into no debt. Our businesses Mm -hmm. are debt free. We're debt-free as a family. So it was a big deal for me to start putting these large numbers on, on, on our cards, but it quickly turned around and I was able to get the support that I needed to take my business. And we hit the first six figures in less than a year working part-time. And that's phenomenal, I think. And it really has to do with knowing how, knowing the, the road to a profitable business. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And there's like this magic. And I think you're alluding to this is that once you start to lock into your vision, your mission, Mm -hmm. then you lock into the confidence you have in yourself and the certainty that you have in what you're doing and learn, learn what you need to know to be successful. It's almost like, okay, well, that's the formula, but it's not the same for everyone. So you know, a lot of people will say, oh, all you need to do this and you have a six figure business or a seven figure or multiple six figure or whatever. But it's, right. it, it's almost like 
I don't know. I let I, my grandmother was Italian. I don't know exactly how she made her tomato sauce. And it's like different, right? For, <laughs> but it's different <laughs> for everyone. Right? right. And, and yet when you find that magic recipe, you're like, Oh, now I've got it and I can keep going. Mm-hmm. It, do you say that, that, that sounds about right to you? Like that's how it felt like it was like this recipe. And once it started to come together for you, you started to see how it could work. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's what, it's just what you said. It's having that, that fire in the belly and realizing you have something. Um, and then you just do need the education. You really do. And even though it's, it, you do have to find your own way. For example, when I went to school to be a professional aromatherapist, there were thousands of us probably that went through that uh, course program mm. and we're all doing things a little differently. So you do need to give yourself that space to say, what, what, how am I going to show up as this, you know, is it going to be, you know, what kind of aromatherapist am I going to be? What kind of a health coach? What, what kind of, you know, nutritionist or whatever we, we want to, we want to do. Um, it is individualized and you have to try some different things before you find your secret sauce. I love that recipe uh, analogy because it's, it's not cookie cutter, but there are some certain things that are going to be the same across the board. Mm -hmm. Um, and then you take those basic things, just like if you're making a tomato sauce, well, one thing that you're going to need is tomatoes. Now you might put some other things in it, but you're going to need the tomatoes if it's going to be a tomato sauce. So that those basics need to be understood. And then you can start putting in your own spices and creating Mm -hmm. your journey and your unique vision and business. Absolutely. It's absolutely true. And I think that then once you can see that, it's like, there's, there's the basic formula. Okay. Let me layer upon that. And, you know, a lot of people will go in different directions. I, I need this training or I need this certification or this training. And, and it's great. You can take more and more on, but sometimes what ends up happening is it can be confusing and it could take you in far different directions, but we have to sort of stay in focus in what are we trying to do to grow our business? Um, and what are the fundamentals of business growth? So I know in my situation, I had a, a, a like a long background and I was fortunate to know so much about sales because that's what I did for a long time. And it helped me when I was growing my business, but there were so many things I didn't know about growing an online business. And I, it took me a long time to figure all of that out. Um, and still it's evolving, right? Renee, it's like, absolutely it's changing. Okay. So I'm going to pivot because I work with coaches, you work with coaches, but what I love, and this is what I believe about so many people who, when we know what we specialize in and who our specific audience is and how we're, how we put ourselves out to that unique audience, how everything can shift. So um, you, you shared with me that you work with uh, coaches who are creating businesses. So tell us a little bit more about the specific individual that you're attracting and why you love working with them so much. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm really specifically attracting people who are moving into a holistic business. So uh, people who are mindset coaches or emotional support, licensed therapists who have been doing it the traditional way and they now want to coach. And so they're, they're moving into coaching and they want a holistic practice. And that's where the aromatherapy comes in. So a big part of, of, of my audience are people who are moving into that holistic space they want, to, they want to coach people holistically. They want something, a modality that will help them to get 
better transformations, deeper transformations, more complete transformations with their clients, and especially when it comes to the mind and emotional support. So those are the people that I'm helping to create a holistic practice um, by integrating aromatherapy and teaching them how to integrate aromatherapy and build a solid, profitable business at the same time. Great. And you have a program, I believe it's called the Mood Makeover Method. Is that, or is that, that's your method? Is that correct? Yes, I have two programs. I have for the for the ones who are moving into the holistic space, that's Holistic Champions. Mm-hmm. And you can find info on that at holisticchampions.com. But the Mood Makeover Method, it was my first signature program. And that is for um, individuals who are in some kind of a pain in their relationships. So it was designed to help people. And typically, coaches come to me for that because you know coaches need coaches we have our own thing that we need to to help get beyond but particularly it was developed to help people that are dealing with some kind of a toxic relationship it's a relationship with someone that they love um but it's toxic and they're not feeling good they're not happy they're disconnected and so that program helps people to detox emotionally using aromatherapy and that one is called the mood makeover method Thank you so much for clarifying and sharing that. Your work is so amazing and interesting. And I think that one of the things is you can tell your, your passion, you can hear it within you and you've, you've, I'm wondering what's next for you. So tell, tell us what's, what do you envision as the next chapter of the work that you're going to be doing here on this earth? Oh, thank you for asking that. There, there's so much that I want to do. Um, you know, when it comes to this work, the the aromatherapy, my mission for, and I'll just say for 2022, I want to help 100 coaches to get to their first six figures in a joyful, impactful practice. This is what's happening for a lot of people. They're getting in business and some are making a good amount of money, but it's not joyful and they're not impacting people. And so I want to do that. I want to do that this year. <laughs> And I know that's like a big thing that I'm, I'm biting off, but that's that's my big mission. I want to see people to move into more joy in their business and as they have profit and not spending as much time. Like I said, we built part time because my number one passion is the ministry that we do. And now that I can do this business part time and then I can focus on that um, more so other people have that, too. They've got their families or philanthropy, or they've got something something else that they want to be doing in addition to building business, but they feel like they don't have space for it. So I want to be that person that can show them and guide them to say, yeah, you can create space for life <laughs> and build a business, you know? And that's, that's, that's what I see happening is me helping people to build, um, be profitable, but to do it part-time so that they can do the more important things. Love this. Okay. I know everyone's going to want to learn more about you and follow you. So where do you spend your time on social media, Renee? Instagram is a great place to follow us. We're on Instagram and IG and Facebook, but Instagram is a great place. The Aroma Specialist with an S, that's a mouthful, um, is where you can find us. And I will tell you, anyone who mentions your show, um, they can DM me or put it in comments somewhere and just mentions that they heard this show. I have a free gift for them. Fantastic. That is so wonderful. I would love to hear if there's anything that you would like to tell our listeners who happen to be excited about taking their work, they're passionate about their work, and they're a little nervous about stepping into it at this phase and stage of their life. They might be at the midlife stage and they're thinking, should I or shouldn't I do this? 
What would you like to say to them today? I would say, please go for it. There's something that you have that people are waiting for. I mean, your experience, this is the thing, we get in our 40s and our 50s and our 60s and beyond, and there's such richness there. And I know that we live in a society that is youth obsessed and you have to keep your skin perfect and you have to look this way and I get it. But the thing that we bring in addition to our physical beauty is our emotional beauty and maturity that you can't pay for. And people need it. They need it. And there's something that you have in particular in the way that you are going to bring it to the world that somebody's waiting for. So just believe that and believe that there's a lot more years left. There's a lot of richness left. And I always say, even if I just had one day left or one week left, you know, I want to do it, use it um, mindfully and purposefully and to the full. So don't think about the numbers. Think about the richness of your life. Believe that you have ton of years left and that you have a ton to offer and go for it. Even if it means going back to school, even if it means starting something completely different. I don't care your age. I have a 65 year old woman who just joined my school starting a brand new practice and another who is looking to start in another couple of months who's 80 years old taking care of her 100 plus year old father so what i'm telling you is that it's not over and you can start over at any time i love this i you know renee i think the thing that i think is passion is not there's not an age limit on following your passion and right. I see that all the time because I, I have women who are in their seventies that are doing work that's, that's meaningful and important to them. And they, they feel that they're just beginning. And I think once you find your passion and you know, that this is what you're here to be doing, it's not that it's just going to end overnight and say you're done. Right. And so whatever that looks like for everybody, who, whoever's listening today, I hope you feel a little inspired by our conversation and know that um, whatever age you are today, if you find your passion and you know that this is what you're meant to be doing, making an impact is important to you. I hope that this conversation today has just inspired you a little bit more. So this is um, so helpful to talk about it more and more. Thank you for having me. I really appreciated this. You're so welcome. It's such a great conversation to have and, and we can't remind women enough to follow their dreams. So I want to thank everyone for being here today. One of the things that I find is so important is once you find what it is that you're here to be doing, find your passion, know what it is that you're here to be able to share with the world. One of the things that's challenging is wrapping your words around that. And so I love helping my clients determine how to create a signature talk that allows them to speak on podcasts and presentations. And so if you'd like to download my free gift, I have the, um, it's, it's basically the, the roadmap to a signature talk. So it is a free gift for all of my listeners today and it's geniespyro.com forward slash map. So you're more than welcome to take a look at that. And Renee, thank you again for being here. We're going to put all your links in our show notes and I'm just very grateful for your time and your work in the world. So thank you. Thank you. So everyone. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. Everyone, we'll look forward to seeing you in the next episode and, uh, and have a really wonderful rest of your day. Thank you again, everyone. 
Thanks for listening to the Midlife CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.